Hello. It's the, the quiet, quiet storm. storm. <laughs> quiet it is storm. literally quiet storm. <laughs> Whoa. Man, we back here. I know this is uh not normal. It's a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Yep. Going somewhere on a Tuesday. <laughs> Came in here fresh. Like no, didn't nobody stretch, didn't nobody warm up, nothing. It's just No vocal warm ups. <laughs> nothing. It's just cold. <laughs> we just we gonna warm up as we go. Oh yeah. Yeah, let's go. Episode sixty nine. We going in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to, if you don't know, now you know. It's called mm-hmm. Where Are the Webs? Hey. AKA, mm-hmm. Keeping Up with the Webs. Mm-hmm. The Webs Worldwide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Worldwide Webs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. International Webs. Mm-hmm. Your favorite auntie and uncle. Of course. King and queen of the three day weekend. And sometimes four days. More often, four days. <laughs> you gotta more get that, more often. You got to get that Friday and the Monday. Oh, yeah. Long weekends. Monday, you need to recover. Anyway. Hello, everyone. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome to new listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All the way around. Yes. Starting out with gratitude with an attitude. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Thank you. Thank you to all who like, share, subscribe. As always, get uh, like you said, thank you to anybody. If this is your first time, welcome. If you want to, well, no, you should go back and listen to some old episodes. <laughs> Check us out. We've been doing this for 69 episodes now. 69 whole episodes. Yeah. So go back, <laughs> do the review. Listen, I apologize for any noises that you may hear. It's. Our dog is in the studio. This is, and you, if you know what, if you know, you've been with us for a while, it's not our regular schedule. We normally uh, do our episodes on Sunday nights, but it's a special occasion, um, as sometimes happens a lot. Sometimes happens a lot. (laughs) One of us was out of town. Okay, so yes, which caused the delay to it, the delay in the episode. Anyway, thank you to everyone who like, share, subscribe, all the stuff you said. Yes, and where you can find us and follow all of our super adventures, whether one or both of us are traveling, you can find us on the Facebook Where the Webs on Facebook. You can also find us at Where the Webs on Instagram. Put it all together, Where the Webs on Instagram. You can also find us at Shells and Drums on Instagram. And individually, I am at Psyching Out Loud, P-S-Y-C-H-I-N-G, Out Loud. I am all at my LLC on the Instagram and the Facebook. Additionally, you can find me at Phenomenal Yoga, P-H-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-L, Yoga, on Instagram. And on my Snapchat, which has been popping lately, <clears throat> you can find me at Love Therapy, L-U-V-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. Ooh. And you are? If you don't know, I am Marcus Webb. One half of Where Are the Webs. The the <laughs> web half of Where Are the Webs. What? I had the last name first. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> my social media, I am Marcus Webb on everything. Marcus Webb on Facebook. Marcus Webb one nine eight four on Instagram. 
Marcus Webb, 8-4 on Snapchat. Also, I am the person behind Shells and Drums. That's right. Where are the webs? Mm-hmm. Also, don't forget our YouTube channel. If you want to send us an email, the email is number one at gmail.com. Woo! All right. Uh, so, so, no, go but, ahead. All right. I don't, what's, what are we getting into now? Okay. So, other things, we already said welcome new listeners. I also want to let you know, it's, I guess it's official now. There's a flyer available. I want to say a special thank you to uh, Dom over at uh, Toast Augusta. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. There's an upcoming yoga and mimosas event. It's a thing. It's a thing. The yoga led by... Yours truly, Mrs. Webb. Yay! Tell people about the event. For For the low, low price. I got you. For the low, low price of $35, you can secure yourself a spot in one of the most beautiful, beautiful venues in downtown Augusta. Happening place, great food, good times, toast. Toast at the Landing. Right. The new location. The new location. On Broad Street. 724 Broad Street. Not only will you be able to come in and get your zen, get your yoga, get a little meditation, right, with myself and Mrs. Pagan. Yes. Co-hosted, right? Um, Then you will be treated to a wonderful brunch and a mimosa. Yeah, you could do get your stretch on, get your pose on with your yoga. Follow that up with a mimosa and probably some shrimp and grits. Like, what Ooh. better way to start your Saturday? Come on now. What what day is this happening? This is on Saturday, July twenty seventh. You have time to plan. Plenty of time. Get your thirty five. Get your thirty five dollars. That's probably like five dollars a week. Book it now. Like, go ahead. Don't Get mess your around. Ticket. Space is limited. That's right. That's right. It's an exclusive event. So be sure to secure your, hey, grab a friend. Grab, grab a, friend. a couple friends. And if you don't have a mat, that's all right. We got some of them too. We got yeah, you. Yeah, there's no excuse for you not to show up. Don't worry about if it's, it's not going to be too advanced. It's not going to be all kind of crazy stuff. If you've been wanting to try yoga and not sure how, this is a good segue. Stop making excuses. Come join us. Bring your ass out for okay. some brunch okay. and yoga. Okay. All right, emails, <laughs> emails, feedback. Check yourself. Moments. Um, this week we didn't really get a lot of emails on the uh, episode exactly, but you know I did chop it up with one Miss uh, our photographer extraordinaire. We we were chopping up a little bit about a little stock talk, so I thought I might bring that to the podcast. Okay, maybe something I might I'm thinking about on the segment. Hey, hot stock tip. It may be even too late. Maybe you may have already missed the bus on it. Beyond Meat, the high, the best performing IPO this year. Better than Uber. Better than Lyft. Beyond Meat. Remember, you heard it here, and I'm like at this point, it's pretty much like a known fact. Like Beyond Meat, it's skyrocketing right now, going through the roof probably going to go even higher right also want to if you want another stock tip from me i'm not any expert so don't hope you can't blame me if this doesn't work just my opinion 
also I'm big on the comeback of Snapchat stock. I Snapchat was down to like six dollars. I think it may even drop to like five something a share. It is now back up to I think it's around like fourteen. Beware of the comeback of Snapchat. That's what you see. Come back on Snapchat. Um, also, a lot of people, you know, Uber and uh, Lyft didn't do as well as people thought they would when they first, um, you know, went public earlier this year. I believe Uber and Snapchat will both. Um, they're not in any trouble. They're, they're definitely going to make a recovery. I I will say this since we're we're diving into this, but I'm not going to go in all the way into this, but. Future episodes, maybe we'll talk about how we got into the stock game and what we have discovered, learned along the way, what tools, websites, whatever have helped. Yep. Maybe beneficial. Let us know if that's something you guys are interested in. Sure. You know? Do you want the stock talk? We can we can chop it up about the stock talk. I mean, it's not going to become like a, a you know, it's not, not going to be the entire the po- show. Not the whole podcast. We still got shenanigans. Go buy some Alkaline eighty eight stock too. It's like a dollar and some change a share. You can get plenty of Alkaline eighty eight. The uh, symbol is just W T E R water. Right. Go get you some Alkaline eighty eight stock. If you're interested in Beyond Meat, it's B Y N D. Yep. Because I've been stalking it. Yeah. I so went, anyway, should have bought it early. Anyway, so that's stock talk. Email um, us at wherethewebs1 at gmail.com if you are interested in knowing more. Cool. Transitions? I'm, I'm making sure right now that we don't have any other emails that I need to uh, reply to. Um, I think we're good. Okay. So. Good deal. Cool. Let's. Moving on. To the next segment. Transition. Woo! Where were you this week? Where have the webs been? Mrs. Webb was at Bonnaroo. Ow! Oh, I'm sorry. Scared my dog. Sorry. Sorry, Lucky. (laughs) I was at Bonnaroo this week. For those of you who don't know what a Bonnaroo is, it is a (laughs) what a Bonnaroo what a Bonnaroo is. It is a four-day music festival in Tennessee, in Manchester, Tennessee. Um, it's a it's like a six hundred plus acre farm. You are out there. It's like a hundred thousand people. No lie. Um, it's deep, and. I mean, it's so much more than just the music. The music is like one part of it, but it really is a complete experience. Um, I went, the first time I went was four years ago, 2015. And I made my return this year with a very good friend of the show, D Dizzle, and with a coworker friend who I have not given a nickname to. But uh, (laughs) the three of us, it was a ladies only trip. And we went and we thugged it out through the cold, because it got very cold, through the sun, through all of it, through grasshoppers and everything. And we lived to tell the tale. So, that's what we're getting into. Is that right, Mr. Webb? Yeah, man. Uh, let you talk about your experience as a returner to Bonnaroo. And then we will bring 
the one, the only D Dizzle, and then talk about her first Bonnaroo experience. Matter of fact, going live. Going live, going live. Yeah, yeah, right now. Let's go. Keep keep moving. Bring it on. All right. D Dizzle? Yep. All right. We are live. Hot mic. All right. Thanks for letting me know. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, before I said something crazy, (laughs) before I went off the rails. (laughs) Yes. So we're, we're, you and I are going to talk about our Bonnaroo experience. Mr. Webb is going to interview us. All right. So now that you've returned from your first Bonnaroo experience, I'm assuming you've had enough time to, you know, get back acclimated because it's it's an adjustment. Yes. Yeah. I slept for a good portion of the day. Uh, yeah, you, you, that soul hangover is what we call it. It's, it's, it's real. So, first question, just tell us, give us just, what was the highlight of your first Bonnaroo experience? The highlight, the best thing? I would say the best thing would probably salons followed very closely by Cardi B. Facts. So, um, like, what was so great about Solange? What was the best part about that performance? Solange is just very thoughtful with everything. So she's very thoughtful with her set design, what she's wearing, what the people are doing, all the instruments, just everything was just, like, Solange is just an artist. Like, a, she's artistic and she thinks about things. And it was just beautiful. Not only that, but we, we got a chance to sneak peek a little bit, right? On Yeah. Was it, it was Thursday night, if I think, I'm thinking about yeah, this right. Yeah, I think it was. Um, We got, we were just roaming around the festival grounds and stumbled upon Solange practicing, like, rehearsing on the stage. Mm. Like, rehearsal yeah i don't think i've ever saw anybody like the rehearsal of even the rehearsal was tight the lines practicing is better than certain people than most people at the absolute best Mm. also facts i mean it was it was (laughs) a tight they were in sweatpants and stuff like her her dancers and they they were still hitting it i mean nobody was missing a beat Okay, so Solange, you would say from the, I know like Bonnaroo has like a lot of performers and there's no way possible, I don't know how anybody sees everybody, so would you say Solange had the best performance that you saw? No. What was the best performance? I don't know, performance? I'm very, I, want to, I, I really don't, it's so hard to say, but Cardi B, Cardi B was awesome. And I don't know if it was because I didn't ex- like I expected her to be good, but I didn't expect her to be that good. Mm-hmm. Like she was really good. Yeah, we all heard about the wardrobe malfunction that the, uh, Cardi look, B had. Look, the, yes, we we saw it in real time. Yeah. <laughs> we real were time. there. But the the thing that got me about this about the wardrobe malfunction and d dizzle you can speak to this as well is she was like 
I mean, clearly, she was like, F it. These people came for a show. I'm here sweating it out in Tennessee. I mean, sweat her whole hair out. Every inch of it. And she was she was like, screw it. All I got is this robe. We're going to do it in this robe. And, and still dancing, singing, everything. Everything. Yeah, and she sounded good. Like, she sounded good. Like, you know, we all know rap shows. Right. We know right. we know rap shows. You know the bar is low already for rap shows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she she really she was really, really good. Like she sounded just like she did on the track. She came out and was like, I don't even know where I'm at in Tennessee. It's hot as hell. But let's go. <laughs> and she, and- she proceeded to rip it for like an hour and a half. And literally rip it. Because the yeah. the outfit came off, I Busted mean, out whole outfit. Who you know? Who you know could keep keep tempo on a song and get on the ground and twerk it and like run up and down the step. She jumped off the stage. All right, she jumped yeah. off the stage, bro, in heels. Didn't break nothing. I'm just saying, really, the visuals were good. Really good. Um, cause she she had her she had her background dancers. They were tight. She had her visuals out of screens and stuff. Like it was all, Great. it was a seamless transition, even with her running backstage. Yeah. I think Very she was even singing from backstage. And, <laughs> and the amount, the amount of men in that audience that were singing every single word. And I'm not just talking about the typical guy, you know, who will be singing Cardi B yes. songs. Yes. I'm talking about. Every person in that audience was singing like every yes. single, every single word. It was, and there was a guy next to me. You could tell he he dragged his girlfriend there. He didn't <laughs> want to be there. <laughs> to he was see he it. was just like he was having a ball, like a full ball, and she was just standing there like, okay, I like Cardi B too, but obviously I'm here for you. Not as much as he did. <laughs> he. he- yeah. I'm telling you, he it was came for Cardi B. It was some some grown men in there rapping along with the Cardi. Every B. word, so hype. Every word. That's right. <laughs> Not a single. There wasn't a single or a remix or a piece of a verse that she was on that there were people out there. They knew it. And that's uh-huh. the other thing is like the energy of the audience. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was so hyped up, and and that feel her performance like it kept her going because originally the robe was all the way up and you saw by the end that robe she just peeled it halfway down and that strapless bra was holding on for life i don't know how that whoever whoever that strapless bra was by she needs to let us know that bad boy was there for it life. did not move it was that strapless bra did its complete and total job because i don't you ain't never wore strapless bra marcus but no. let me tell you, <laughs> they like, don't be working. <laughs> they don't be working. That one held its own. That much bounce? Ain't no way. Yes. Ain't no way. She Impressive. was great. I would say um, <laughs> one of my favorite performances, and I did not get to see the whole thing, Childish Gambino. Now, that's yeah. the, the one of the drawbacks of Bonnaroo is when you have a whole lot of artists 
that you're interested in yeah. seeing. A lot of people be on at the same time. They they are on at the same time, or there's enough of a, it's enough closeness where you have to cut out a one in order to get a good spot for the other one. Yeah. Or the other one's about to start. You know, there's overlap. And we didn't have uh-huh. too many headliner, like too many big people that conflicted, but that was one. So they put Childish Gambino and Solange on the same night. They put them both on Friday night. Yeah. And it was like, Childish Gambino was on the biggest stage and she was on the yeah. next biggest stage. And if nobody's familiar with Bonnaroo, there are two, there's one large stage and then there's a slightly smaller, but still pretty large stage. And then there are the three tents, which are smaller than that. And then there's like another who stage, which is Some. smaller, smaller. Yeah. And then you got the other little venues, like the barn and all that happening. Right, right, right. So at any time, you may have to go from one complete end of the whole setup all the way over to the other side, right? And so it's a challenge to negotiate timing for all of that. Because, again, 100,000 people. Yeah, and uh, everybody else, a lot of other people, I'm sure, had the same idea same mindset as you yeah because you could tell once that childish gambino set got out right oh hold on something happened with the volume on the phone hold on a second you took her off no we there yeah i mean okay there we we go something happened like not something happened but that childish gambino set as soon as it got out because we got close enough we got pretty close for Solange. And we're like, where are all the people at? And then that set let out and flooded. Yeah. Flooded with people. All right. So you like the the Solange performance was good. Cardi B was great. Childish Cambino was pretty good. What was the worst performance that you saw? My instinct wanted to go to a particular place, but I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to say that. Say it. <laughs> I wanted to say, say it. I wanted to say if we're talking about traditional rap shows, Gucci. Yes. <laughs> Gucci Mane. <laughs> one Gucci Mane, and it's not. Look, don't. Okay, don't come for me. Don't come for me. Love Gucci Mane. Enjoy the music, of course. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mad respect. That man got out, turned his whole life around. Incredible. However, it's a rap show. It's a still a regular, regular ass rap show. It is. It, like, I was trying to understand. I, I saw Gucci Man was at Bonnaroo, but I think he was at Birthday Bash yeah, in Atlanta the same night. I couldn't remember. That's what I was going to say. Like, what he, order he started- were they in? He started at Birthday Bash, which has to been eight or so, maybe nine or so, because Gucci would have went on pretty late into the show, not early, because it's Gucci and it's Atlanta. And he was at Bonnaroo, I think, at one, his show started at 1 a.m., maybe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was somewhere around the one o'clock hour. Yeah, so I I don't necessarily fully blame him for not being the most, best Gucci show it could have been. Right. I think it was a little bit about the booking, the time of night. I mean, I mean, he did a, he did as good as he could have done. Yeah. 
Yeah, I listen. Get that money, Gooch. Go <laughs> ahead and uh, get that. I wasn't mad. Shit, I, I appreciate. I appreciate Bonnaroo bringing the diversity in terms of acts. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a very diverse lineup. It always is. Like every year, it's very diverse. Uh, now, lineup. now that's another thing to note about Bonnaroo. Like you were saying, D. It's like the sets can the sets go. All through the night, yeah, literally. that's one of the benefits of like Bonnaroo, like one of those festivals where you camp out. I mean, they, there's something going on any time of the day. You can find yeah. something to do. We live that life. We experience never ending. <laughs> okay. You have more questions, Mr. Will. So that was those are your performances. What was the best non-performance thing? Like it could be food, a uh, one of the other setups. What was oh. the other? Not performance related, not music. Re- not well. I guess it could be music related, but just something like not an artist. What was the other? What was the best thing about Bonnaroo? Mm. So I'll say, I'll say the plaza experiences, and I know that's like a big like, broad. That's broad. So for the folks who don't know, the plazas are the campgrounds and they're divvied up into these different sections. And each section has its own theme and kind of personality, really. Um, Yeah. So they all had a lineup, a schedule of events, and each one was different than the one before it. Um, But I appreciated that they put the effort into like they really created an experience in some of these plazas. Some were like, womp, womp. Like, it's just like, it's okay. Like it's a developing plaza, but there were some that were really dope. So even though I didn't see this one until the last night, and I wish I had found it earlier, was the Where in the Woods. Where in the Woods is not a plaza because there's no one camped out there, but it was a great experience. And it's this area, it is what it sounds like, it's off in the woods. And it's lit pathways. There are lights hanging over trees. Um, and you have these little hut houses that are open and have old school arcade games, which is my jam. Old school arcade games and like the big oversized versions of your favorite games like Connect Four and stuff like that. And then these art setup pieces. So there was some interactive art where you could spray paint and finger paint and all this stuff. And then there were just random pieces of art they had out in the woods. And it was really cool. And I wish I had explored it sooner, but you know, I may maybe back in the future. We don't know. Time will tell. It could be some completely different. Who knows? So what what do you think? That's such a hard question because I don't know. I I like the plazas too because they were highly curated and they were very well put together the ones that were well put together um i would i think it is a work in progress though because i mean it's hard to get nine fully thought out things up and running totally so you could tell they had some that were more flushed out than the others um i would say if i had to choose i would say maybe i I really enjoyed shiru Mm-hmm. And so that's one of, I don't know if that would be considered a plaza or just a campground site. I think it's a, it's a specific camps, 
campground site. But yeah, I'll let so you, just I'll let you speak campground. on it. So it was like a campground site, and it was women and non-binary. So only women and non-binary people could be over there. And it was just set up so, like, relaxing. It had a big tent where they were doing a lot of, um, a lot of, like women focused things. So they had like a sound bath. They had different yoga classes. They had a self defense class. They had a talk of about um, women in um, media and women in music. So there was a lot of women focused things. And the other thing that I really enjoyed about it was that it was completely fenced off <laughs> yes. from the other campground. And it was like a mesh around the fence. So you couldn't directly look in and see and it just felt like a bit like they were actually being intentional about making a safe space for women to be able to choose so I really really did like that facts we we did wish that we had decided to to get it together and go to the the Shiru area it was very nice it was very serene it's what you you would imagine it to be I guess um but it's not that the campgrounds at large, they're, they're still campgrounds. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. do worry about safety. It is a concern. There's three women together. And, I mean, the stuff people wear to festivals, you know, it's nothing next to nothing. Some are wearing nothing. Some are wearing nothing. Yes. Um, yes. But that was what was great about Shiru is you didn't have to worry about it because nobody was going to be like, gawking at you or yeah like (laughs) leering and being creepy being weird right you made it weird (laughs) like you didn't have to worry about that it was a very cool feeling over there it was like okay this feels like a little bit of safety in a mass of people who are drunk high both creepy hot uh horny yeah. So it felt like a good little spot in between that. Yes. All of those things. I feel like that's a good yeah. description. <laughs> cool. So, you keep going, Mr. Wade. All right. So, highlight. What was um what was the thing that you didn't like? The and we talked about worst performance, but like outside of the performances, your festival or Bonnaroo thing that you weren't a fan of. You want me to go first? I have a very hot take. Go ahead. Please, please. <laughs> it's a hot take, and I, I feel like no one's going to see this one coming because if you know me, then you know me being outside. We ain't, already, we ain't cool like that. That's already. <laughs> we ain't. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say the thing that I could have only went to one time and been so fine was never going back to was the doggone silent disco. I felt I it coming. I felt it coming. <laughs> as soon as you started, I was like, she about to say silent disco. So you're not a fan of the silent it. disco. I don't mind the silent disco one time. Yeah, but silent disco there that every bad night. Boy, every night, it's like, damn it, we're going night. to the silent disco again. And then the last <laughs> night we was at the silent disco, my freaking nose ring came out, and then I was completely done with the silent disco. <laughs> I didn't want to have nothing to do with the silent disco. Fuck that disco. Like, every time we walked by it, I was like, please, Lord, 
please, Jesus, don't let me have to go in this disco. Yeah. And it would be like, oh, they're having this party at the disco. And I'd be like, man, right. let's go to the disco. Yeah, I remember that from that when was I was crazy. there four years ago. Silent Disco was one of those things that I always felt like the after party. Like you, <laughs> we ain't got nothing else to do. You, we can do. We can go to Silent Disco. That's what. It, <laughs> yeah, it yep. was. It was. Uh, <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know what, yes. if you haven't experienced a Silent Disco, they have them everywhere now. Basically, it's a headphone party. You come in yeah. and instead of playing music out loud, they playing music through these headphones, and all y'all kind of just listening through the headphones and. You just hear instead of hearing the music, you hear people singing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm not. I would say the biggest fan of the silent disco. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's it's like a gimmick. Like just you gonna have a yeah. party. Just just play the music out loud. <laughs> I don't know what party. putting headphones on does. I would I would say when I went to the when we went to the silent disco before, I believe they had two DJs. Like yeah, a you station A or forth. station yeah, B. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. And they didn't have that this time. It was just One. whoever was playing. Yeah. So it made it a little interesting. But I felt that coming. I felt it coming around the bend on that. <laughs> so you said Silent to, Disco. I was what? trying to act like I liked it. <laughs> no, I was like, bruh, you could you you ain't got you ain't got to do this. It's like, <laughs> you ain't got to do this. <laughs> What a so silent disco. What else did you not like? Was that that was that it? Like I know this was your first camp out experience. How how did you feel? What was the you know the the shower situation? The Bruh. the the tent situation. We know dark days. We know hard surprisingly, times. <laughs> surprisingly, and surprisingly. The tent was about a million times better than I had foreseen it to be. So the tent, perfectly fine. No problems with it. The um, the shower, again, for what it was, it, it served its purpose and it did a good job. Um, I only had one very cold shower. But even then, it was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm grateful for water and not being <laughs> dirty. So that worked. The, they have the porta potties were as good as porta potties could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's that says a lot. And the flushable toilets, I mean, are a revolutionary thing. And I feel like they need to be everywhere. So they not they have flushable porta potties. Yes. Flushable porta potties. They had little stations set up, mm-hmm. and they were. It, it was. It was probably the best idea that anybody could have ever thought of to bring to this type of this type of setup. They were flushable so porta potties with the suction that you get on cruise ships and uh, airplanes. And airplanes. Like uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It was, yeah, that's definitely new. Mm-hmm. It was so the whole camping bathroom being clean portion for what it what top notch. Like I give them two thumbs way up. And that's the part I was most scared about. So, for me, the worst part is always it's hot. <laughs> it's the worst the <laughs> worst part is the relentless sun. Um y'all can't see me, but I'm brown. I'm super brown. 
And if you ever saw me before now, I wasn't as brown. I was more like a brown yellow. Now I'm just brown, brown. Just round, brown, brown. <laughs> just, <laughs> I came back with rashes. I don't know what it is. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> camping is camping is camping. It's a lot of grasshoppers. It's a lot of, a lot of little yeah, creepy shit, crawly you things. But um, I would say, I mean, there's nothing you can do about the sun. It is what it is. No. It's better than a rainy festival, which is its own special set of challenges. Um, so my gripe is, I will say this to their credit. They had the rickshaws, right? Um, which was a new thing. I think you get paid for a ride to like Cineru. Yeah. Okay. Anywhere. I think. Yeah. All, all across back and forth. Um, they were expensive, but if your feet are crumbling beneath your ankles, then it's well, well worth it. We did not do it though. We, 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 Footed it the whole time. We that, booted it. Hey, that, that's mighty brave of you because I know festival feet. That is a thing, bro. Festival you, feet, festival back. Yeah. Festival, festival knees. Lower back. <laughs> so, for anybody who's not been to Bonnaroo, like if you could give them DDoS now that you've had your first time, if you were, if you give yourself some advice, like your the. This your first time going to a camp out festival. What would you say? What what advice would you give somebody who's going to Bonnaroo for the first time? I would say pace yourself. That alcohol was my wise, advice. or what we talking about? You say alcohol wise. <laughs> Everything, walking wise, uh, waiting. Uh, your arrival, uh, setting everything up, your food choices, trying to see everybody, just in general, just pace yourself and know that you're not going to get everything, you're not going to be able to do everything you think you want to do and just be okay with that. So once you get a, once you get around the part, portion of like, oh, I got to go hard all day long because I got to do everything. Once you like realize, okay, you don't have to do that. There's, it happens, there's tons of stuff, and it's okay if you miss something. Just just pace yourself. And also pace yourself with your liquor and your drugs. Because people was out there um, not not having a very good time we, because of those two things. <laughs> so just, you know, pace yourself. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a marathon. Not a sprint. <laughs> yep. It's not a sprint. So you ain't got to go hard. You got four hey. days. We left that salon show and stumbled upon a fellow ruer writhing on the ground. And we yeah. we stopped to help this young man who was not talking. Um, and we were trying to get a medic. That didn't work. So I will say uh-huh. this. Be aware, if you are having some kind of medical situation, you may not get a medic right away. Just yeah, so you know, unless your leg is falling off or something. Because they were like, clearly we have we have big things to take care of. Um, once he set up, other people were like, oh, he's good. And I was like, he's not good. He don't look good. <laughs> but you would regularly overhear conversations about, I took these shrooms. Someone dropped acid. Um, 10 acid. Yeah. 10 yeah. Acid 10 acids passed. passed out for an entire 24 hours or something. Like 
Don't yeah. don't don't be that person. Don't do that. That's don't get lot. put under a tree. Don't yeah. wake up in a medic tent or not wake God. up at all because that also happened. At least at yeah. least every year one person dies at Bonnaroo. Somebody did die. Oh, yeah. 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 We saw we saw the news story like the next day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, somebody While died. we were still there, someone had died. Yeah. Right. So, so don't, don't that's do what that. I would say. Just, you know, pace yourself. You you don't have to you can go hard, but you don't have to go, you know, ten every day. Like you could, you know, you know, bounce around. Maybe one day you only go like four. <laughs> but you ain't gotta go ten, especially not ten acid tabs. Because <laughs> the person next ten over did ten. That's a lot. I wouldn't do a quarter of one. <laughs> And he did 10. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just yeah. watch out with your drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a lot of drugs. Hashtag yeah. be yeah. safe, though. Yeah. I don't know if, like, I've never been to fucking Coachella or any of those other big festivals, but I've been to Bonnaroo. And Bonnaroo has, has drugs. drugs. Coachella is the drugs. same way. I know somebody who went. And they I'm said pretty it sure. was literally like a. a a tray of drugs everywhere. And and like, what you want. <laughs> and that's something to be aware of because you walking around sober and you know, just be aware that some people ain't in their right state of mind and just don't don't hey, we're not here to start. Don't be violent. Don't do that. Don't be that person. People were very, one thing I will say people were exceptionally nice. Like, yeah. nice to the point where it was like, wow, I don't even think you own something. And, you know, like, people were very just nice. It was a very, very positive place. Like, that whole radiate positivity, you really felt that. Yeah. I was really highly impressed. I was making fun of them in there. Happy room. Happy room. Were they room. doing, were they but, high-fiving everybody and all that shit? Yeah, they were, they were doing all that shit. I wasn't, I'm, I'm not for, I'm for a little bit of high-fiving. Not the amount that your wife was down for. Yeah, um, yeah it's all like when I went in 2015, it was like every line you waited in, there's a lot it was of like high fives, high fives. Yeah, Bono yeah. motherfucking yeah. rule. Yeah, was, that's was, still a thing. That's still a thing. Yeah, but I, it it always felt good to just like it felt good to just drop out of life for like four days. Really, yeah, yeah. It's just forget about every fucking thing. So I will. Things you should know, um, or things for someone who's going, um, if you're in your twenties, I mean, you know, you got this, but still pace yourself. If you're 30 and up, bruh, naps, (laughs) naps, 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 naps are everything. Getting water is everything. Go to the bathroom. Don't hold it. Yeah. Go. Bring your wipes. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Lots of wipes. <laughs> Lots of wipes of all varieties. Bring all the wipes. Every. Every wipe you can find. Wipe me down. <laughs> Shoulders, chest, pants, shoes. <laughs> like, I was wiping myself when I wasn't even dirty. Because like, you're you know still what? dirty. here. Might as well just wipe myself off. <laughs> It was horrible. You know, bring the things for comfort. Bring yourself a blanket to sit on into Cineroo. 
you will thank yourself because you're gonna take a nap. You're gonna find a shade. Yeah, to take a nap with your old ass. You go lay down. <laughs> find where the people are sitting. If it's not like a show you really want to be up close for, you can stand and be a little back. Be in the back with the people with the air couches and go sit with and them. Chill. Screw that mosh pit. You thirty. Let it go. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple other questions. What was the best thing that you ate at Bonnaroo? Ooh. Ooh, that's hard. Crawfish. Because the food was... <laughs> sausage? I, I from, from where? <laughs> when did you find sausage? Crawfish. Oh, crawfish. I thought you said sausage. No. I, like, I never saw you eat sausage. <laughs> I snuck it in. <laughs> You better check on your wife, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, what kind of sausage did sausage. you eat? No. <laughs> the first thing I thought of was when we went we went to um a plaza called the Bayou. And down there, when as soon as we got there, they had tables lined up with paper on them. And I was like, this looks this looks like a low country boil. What's 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 mm-hmm. popping off over here? And sure enough, they were about to boil some crawfish and have a crawfish boil and give away free crawfish, free PBR, like a special PBR light or something like some special kind of PBR. Yeah. And it was good. And free beignets. Whole Ooh. whole deal. Every time you cleared off your space of crawfish, here comes some more. Endless supply mm. of crawfish. That's what's up. Ooh. That was fantastic. It was good too. Big crawfish, you know, they was in ooh, 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 that was good. They were. That wasn't a very good meal. What but that's <sighs> me. What you got? Um well all the food all the food was good. Mm-hmm. Like every bit of food was good. Um, if I have to say one outside of the crawfish, because crawfish were excellent and they were also free, which makes them taste even better. <laughs> True. Um but I was, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that bit, I had a donut towards um, the end of one night, and it was like a freshly cooked hot donut, freshly glazed Mm -hmm. right there, like they were taking them out of the oil and glazing them right there, and that donut was spectacular, like spectacular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was Excellent. I never in my life thought I would pay $5 for one donut. It was worth every penny. But it was a big-ass donut, too. It was a very big donut. But even if it was a small donut, it would have been worth it. It was just good. Like, the dough was good. Mm -hmm. It was just perfect. And it was just, oh, it was just great. You hungry for donuts? I didn't expect. I didn't I mean, expect that, that shit does like sound that. good, like a, a hot donut right now. Yeah, oh, and they were frosting them right there, and they put them on the little sticks to dry. Oh, they were just good. Oh, mm. I'm thinking about it now. I will. I will also say I had some good roti. It was my first roti, so I had mm. two rotis. Um, one was like pulled pork, mac and cheese, and kimchi. Roti? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. With an egg on it. And the other roti was a chicken with like this cucumber, you know, almost like gyro style. Right. 
and they were they were both pretty damn good. So I, I had would, some brisket too that was good, mm. a really good piece of some brisket that was excellent with mm. a chimichurri, oh, very top notch. Yeah, one of my favorite parts about Bonnaroo was the actual uh, was the food when yeah. I went. Oh yeah. I remember getting like a bacon sampler. It was like oh, they still had that. Oh, oh yeah. that was they still had there. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hamageddon was still a thing. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Glad they didn't get yeah. rid of that. All right, then. Yeah, it was great. Last question: Will you do it? Would you do it again? Quick yes. Unexpectedly quick mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. I felt the tide turning on her. I felt it coming. I was like, she likes this. She's, she's, she's. But see, I get <laughs> too excited. Realize, you know, I get once, too excited. Once, it turns people once off. Once I just see roaches, I, my whole concern is roaches because everybody know I don't, I don't do well with bugs. Grasshoppers, I don't mind. Roaches, different thing. If I would have saw one roach, I would have been in my car the entire night <laughs> sweltering. That's just it. <laughs> facts are facts, but. The things that I thought were going to be the absolute worst were nowhere near as bad as I thought they were going to be. So I would do it again. That's what's up. Bonnaroo 2020. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me not get ahead of myself. <laughs> Let's go. More. They already selling uh, tickets, Marcus. They yeah, already selling tickets. We can get that group group camping. You could turn non-binary. You could be in she-roo. <laughs> <laughs> I identify as nothing i am a being <laughs> i am a non-gender shut up fool uh, asexual no you not i am a now asexual no you're not yeah. anyway man but we if i really get my money right i want to do that glamping shit like fuck that yes fuck that tent let life. me tell you it's but even tent life can be better. Like you walk around and you look at how other people are doing it, and you're like, "Wow, they they really made it comfy. They really made it, you know, better than it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay, that RV for life. our first shot, I think we did good. Though I think we did good. We, the the pop up tent was its own little. It had its own mind. Yeah, that, but that's going the back to Walmart. Tent, yeah. It needs to real quick, <laughs> but. The regular tent was very good. It was it was very nice. Plenty of room. Worked out. Shout out to Campbell for letting us borrow a tent. But hey. if I would I go again? <sighs> Damn it, I would. I I would <laughs> drag my old ass back out there. Amen. And that's the thing, you know. People talk about like, do you age out of festivals? You get too old. Blah blah blah. And you will see, it was plenty of fifty older. and up. Like oh, yeah. that crowd, they can, and fish. I also discovered oh. new music. We we sat through the fish, fish set. Good. They were they were pretty good. I I was like I I had no idea. But you get all these folks who been rocking with fish since the beginning. I mean, people who are the hippie crowd. They come out. All ages, there are families there. I still can't wrap my head around having your Some kids and your babies. Some people do bring their children. Babies. I yeah. still don't babies. understand it. But, hey. Pregnant women. Bruh. Pregnant women. Bruh. Yeah. Out there. You don't want to have that Bonnaroo, baby. <laughs> you 
It's gonna be the name of the baby. The baby is called Rue. Yeah. <laughs> Nickname Rue. Yeah. Happy Rue. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm glad y'all had a great time. Uh, until next year or next festival. Oh, I mean, we don't have a camp out festival, but you know what's coming next? One music fest. That's, that's, that's pretty much that's the annual tradition now. So this year's the ten year anniversary. I gotta get my ticket to one music fest. I still haven't bought my ticket. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. I, come on, y'all. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that one music fest report. Well that that's coming what, September? September. Yeah. Right. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, D-Dizzle, we appreciate it. Thank you for rocking with us. No problem. All right. right. Go to sleep. <laughs> See y'all. Peace out. All right. All right. Happy Rue. Happy Rue. <laughs> Happy Rue. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. We're going to take uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. Then we're going to come back and we're going to wrap it up with our review this week. Our our uh, motivation slash sales information, mental health moment, and maybe some roses. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Indeed, it is summertime. Hey, hey! Not it ain't. It ain't really summertime. We actually got like what three, four days before it's actually summertime. Stop being lame. I'm just saying. I'm one of the people. Well, actually, well, it's actually, not, it's not summertime just it's yet. Not the first day of summer. The first day of summer is actually like June 22nd. <gasps> it's anyway, hot. Man, it's summer. It's time, as uh, some of the ladies like to call it, it's act up season. Hope you're out here enjoying your summer. It's that season. <laughs> Get pregnant, cut it short real quick. What? Uh, what? I'm just saying. Anyway, we're, what, what are we doing? <laughs> Yo, man, we got to wrap this up. Go ahead and uh, finish, finish up. Finish strong. So, this week we do have a review. We were able to watch a documentary. So Wow, we watched something. We made it through the whole thing. <laughs> so... Showtime has a documentary on one Mr. Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy Pender, that's the no, that's the no, other no, guy. No, no. Teddy Pendergrass, Theodore Pendergrass. Teddy P. Your mama's favorite singer, probably. Your mama maybe went to the concert. The reason some of y'all are here. She probably threw a panties on the stage. Let's keep or it a hundred. What? I don't know. <laughs> <That's> stupid. <laughs> but yeah, man, if you've been rocking with Where Are the Webs for a while. You know Mr. Webb likes a good, messy, black history fact. <laughs> yes, he does. I like a good, messy... It's mess- been a while. It's been a while since I gave you one, but Teddy Teddy P and this documentary are full of the messy, black history facts. Bruh. From the beginning of his career with Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes, yep. he has the messy black history fact. Like, <laughs> and they they don't spare it. Like, I the one thing I like about this documentary, it wasn't like one sided, and it wasn't always like positive. Like, he was such a great person. 
No, they were like, he probably, he could have had something to do with having one of his, his managers killed. Yeah. There's a chance. Oh, yeah, when he crashed that car, he had a transgender person in there. Which? I mean, messy for the time. Thank you. Please. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not. Not, not a, not a scandal, quote unquote. Like, like at was, the time it was scandalous, but it's not something that. I mean, for some, we know yeah, which yeah. a 2020, 2019 vision it's not. But in nineteen eighty two, when it happened, it was a scandal that Teddy Pendergrass, who was this all time ladies man, who was this image of like, you know, what man's man. When you have this car crash that basically paralyzes you, well, not even basically paralyzes you, it that did. does that did paralyze you from the waist down. The person that was in the car with you was transgender, which, you know, it's, was it was a little deal. surprising. It was a big deal. But aside from that, like him running with gangs, that like there was the black mafia, that there was gang involvement, that somebody was trying to kill him. Yeah. Like, I mean, the police mail has sex, something to do murder with and it. mayhem. It's all through the, it, like, yo. I mean, and, and. It didn't pull in, like you said, it didn't hold back on anything. It talked to people involved, people around, people familiar with. Um, it had his tapes because he made his yeah. own audio recordings talking about his life and talking about the things that have happened to him. And it had interviews with his family, his kids. Um, it was so, like, it was real. It was yeah. real and honest in a, in a shocking and surprising kind of way and it didn't even hold back from his time after the accident yeah and it talked about how bad things got like the therapist who helped him get through it who was also paralyzed um an intervention with the family like Mm. all of this stuff and we just stumbled upon it last night in my post bonnaroo exhaustion haze i was like oh look at this and after watching, I did a little research. It was, I think, it was uh, originally showed on Showtime um, in February of this year, so fairly recent documentary. Um, really surprised to find out that his mother is still alive. For That's her and I don't, as far as I know, in me looking up things about the documentary, she hasn't passed away yet. She's still alive now. Uh, but it's so much interesting facts, and you know, you may have, you may know Teddy Pendergrass, you may know a couple of his songs, but you watch this documentary, you may look at Teddy Pendergrass a little different. Like, man, this dude, it, like you said though, it wasn't all positive. Not even the interviews with his kids or his ex-wife. Not even those were positive. They were like, nah, he was, he was not always nice. He wasn't always a good guy. They're like, you still had to deal with his ego. Yeah. You know, and the the way he was, like the kind of person, the persona yeah. that you create on stage bleeds over in the real life. And it was just amazing that all this stuff was going on. That, that I think that's what fascinates me the most. Like, how was all this stuff able to happen? But it really didn't make a lot of it didn't make the news at that time, right? Like you said, sex, drugs, whatever. Sex, murder, mayhem. He also. And they talk mentioned this briefly in the documentary. Slept with Marvin Gaye's wife, uh, cocaine. I mean, when he found a new manager, basically they just had like days where 
the manager challenged him. The manager challenged him was like, "You bring your drugs and women, and I'm bring my drugs and women, and we are gonna see who pass out first. If you pass out before I do, I get to be your manager." Like, like that was how that's how it worked. It was, it's it was just wild. It was wild. So, yeah. and of course the music, which is great. The deals which went down, like who got whose royalties, what happened with the money. I mean, it's we enjoyed it. Give it a watch. Yeah, I can't name. What's the name one, of the documentary? It's I don't remember the exact name. Dang it, <laughs> it Teddy. No, <laughs> no, it was the name of the song. One of his songs. I can't remember. It was the title. Of one of the oh, terrible. I'll let you know in just a second. Bad job. All right. Anything? Anything else in a in a review? That's all I had this week. Go watch it. Go look up this documentary if you got Showtime. I'm sure they're re-airing it. If you don't, find a way to go watch it. Very interesting documentary. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Teddy Pendergrass, If You Don't Know Me. That's what it's called. Yeah, If You Don't Know Me. All right. So, now, motivation? All right, motivation this week. couple things. Uh, Finishing up on my uh, sales process, sales strategy. Again, the acronym is EPIC, E-P-I-C, Engage, Probe, Introduce, Close. We talked about Introduce last week. Once you have figured out, you know, you've discovered in the probe and you've, you know, gathered information about your customer, here's where you let, in the Introduce is where you let people know what you could do for them. Then t- this week, I'll finish out this, you know, series or whatever you want to call it. If you want more, please let me know uh, on you know, sales strategy, sales philosophy. But the last thing, and in most sales philosophies end with this, is the close. But as simple as it sounds and as, you know, duh, of course, as it sounds, there are a lot of people that don't do this. You have to ask for the sales sometimes. But in any situation or where funds are going to change hands, you're going to provide a service. It's not always a person is not just going to come and like, hey, take my money. Sometimes you need to ask them, like, all right, what is it going to take to go ahead and get this done, right? So that's the close. You can go ahead and you can paint a pretty picture. Hey, this is what I do. I'm great. I'm a therapist. I blah, blah, blah. I had this many years of experience. I worked it here. I did this. I did that. But then ultimately you got to be like, so let's go ahead and do this. That's the close. Now, how you close in your business or your endeavor is different than, you know, other people. You know, sometimes it may just be doing what we call an assumptive close. And a lot of times that comes with if you have a service where you need to book an appointment. So you can be assumptive and say, hey, so uh, will Friday at five work for you? Assumptively, go ahead and schedule that appointment. So uh, let's go ahead and set up the appointment for Saturday morning at 10. That's the form of an assumptive close, right? I will say I have taken this approach via the Marcus Webb suggestion. I've taken this approach, and it is it's pretty effective. It's pretty effective. Thank you for that testimony. That leads me to my next subject this week. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I think I don't want to get too deep right here but 
I think my calling is to help other people. Like I may not create, my, I'll create my own businesses at some point, but really what motivates me and what, you know, inspires me and the thing that I'm willing to do for free is, for right now <laughs> is to help other people with their own businesses, help you with, if you have a sales issue, I am willing. I have offered my services before at no additional charge. If your issue is sales related or business related, let me know. Specifically sales. Like sales is my passion. Sales is what I, I'm good at. Like I, I, th- I don't know if I said this on here before, but some people sing. Some people dance. Some people, you know, can draw. I know how to sell shit. That's what I know how to do. <laughs> I know how to talk people into buying something. That that's what I'm good at. I think that was like one of the natural talents. You don't always. A lot of people think salesperson. You have to be like this big, over the top, outgoing personality. That's not always the case. It's just really being able to get people to you know see your point of view and getting people people buy from people they trust and people they like. And I can help you with that. So if you need help with sales, and and you may be in an area you may that you may think I'm not a sales issue, but if you're in business, it all boils down to sales. So hit me up, man. Let me know if you have any questions, sales related questions. Let me know. I'll be more than happy to help. As of right now, these services I am offering at no additional charge. <laughs> For free. Free ninety nine. Eventually, you're gonna have to pay for these. Once I get my, once I'm an executive, my certification as an executive sales coach, and I'm charging you like three hundred dollars an hour to just sit down and have a conversation <laughs> with me. Ooh, bless you. Don't say I changed, cause I originally offered it for free, but eventually the price will go up. But anyway, don't forget. C is for closing. ABC, always be closing. He said that my testimony of him helping me, talking about uh, getting my clients scheduled and things like that, like go ahead and close the deal, was a testimony. My testimony is also, I married to him. You don't think he taught me any of that? (laughs) Best sales pitch of your life. Maybe. Woo! High five! Yeah! (laughs) There's other things I may share. I may just save this, but whether you want to believe it or not, we're all in sales. All right. Mental health moment. Keep it short and sweet. All right. My mental health moment is... it's, It's kind of abstract. I feel like I always come in here and do this. It's... Knowing and doing and knowing how to work with your limitations and your challenges. So this is me keeping it all the way a hundred. I have, I have some things that I struggle with and the first part in doing anything is knowing what you got, knowing what you have, knowing how to work with it. All right. And knowing how to manage it and then doing something. So I, I am guilty and friend and I talked about this yesterday of analysis paralysis. I know this, 
I know this. And I talk to my clients about it a lot. If you don't know what it is, it's what it sounds like. You get stuck in analyzing and reanalyzing and deeply analyzing and overthinking. And you don't ever get to the point of acting, right? In the stages of change, there's pre-contemplation, where you're not even considering anything. Contemplation, when you're thinking about what you want to do, how you want to do it. And then action and maintenance. So pre-contemplation, contemplation. Oh, preparation, action, and maintenance. A lot of times I would get stuck somewhere around thinking about what I want to do and preparing to do it and not quite get to that act action point. So start somewhere knowing and doing. Know what it is that's a challenge for you and find out what may help you. Even if you're like, there's so many things, I can do this, I want to find the best way or the right way. Try trial and error. Even, even if you fail, you learn something. Like I've tried tons of ways of getting organized and getting things together. And I found a lot of ways that didn't work, but I've also started finding ways that do work and some things I do need to have in place and some things that are realistic for me to put into place, right? It just, it takes time. So knowing and doing, they're two different things, but just start somewhere. Get out of the contemplation and preparation phase. Get into action. Just try. Try something. Act on that thing you've been thinking about for a long time, like maybe I should try to do it this way or approach it this way or handle this. Just just start trying. You'll figure it out. You'll fine tune it as you go along. I launched my business um, a little over a year ago and I didn't know what I was doing. And I said it every step of the way. I was like, I have no idea. I knew the therapy part, got that. That's not a problem. Scheduling people, not a problem. Billing, I had no clue. I had to learn. But I couldn't spend all of my time in the in the preparation and and pre contemplate like I couldn't spend my time there because I wasn't going to I wasn't going to move forward. I wasn't going to progress. So I had to get into the action phase. So if you want to move forward, you want to progress, go ahead and start taking action. That's that's my mental health. It's okay to fail. You learn and then you get up and try again a little bit more knowledge it's my mental health Woo! that's so all right uh any roses um let's see roses i thought about this for the last couple of hours because <laughs> i was okay. like how could is is there any way i could give like bonnaroo theme or festival theme roses you know I don't know. I don't know. I give I give roses to abstract things sometimes. It's fine. Roses to Bonnaroo. Roses to Bonnaroo. Shout out to you providing people a way to just drop out of life. For- Since 2002. <laughs> now, for if you never experienced Bonnaroo, that was uh, pretty much the majority of the show today. <laughs> but there's there's so much more. It's the best and the worst of a lot of things. Yes, you will walk a the lot. The good definitely outweighs the bad, though, I will say. You will walk a lot. You will be hot. You'll be exhausted. You'll be dirty. All of those things, you know. But you will also have 
like an incredible experience, a wonderful time. You'll make all these great memories. And especially if you go with really good friends, people you love, people you care about, and you share that stuff, it's always there. It's it's just great performances. There's always like some surprises, things you didn't expect, great food. Yeah, you got you might have to sleep outside unless you got that real long paper. And you get that <laughs> you, you get that glamping, which is still or an RV. Or, or yeah, if you rent yeah. an RV, some people do that. Or you own an RV, you can do But that. the best thing is discovery. Because even when you're like, I don't even know who's playing. I don't know none of these bands. Just walk around and listen. And let your ears guide you. You'll stumble across somebody and be like, wow, that's cool. Or I don't know who this was. Or that was a great show. Or whatever else. Like, And of course, there's always something. So if you sleep in the middle of the day, you can be up all night. Or vice versa. And you'll catch something. So... Yep. Shout out to festival season. Sure. All right. Hey, before we go, last thing I almost forgot. I do want to give a shout out to a friend of the show. Yes. Miss on the mic. Woo! Started her own podcast. Indeed. So it, please go check out the Sisters with the Voice podcast. That's right. That's right. Currently available. I I I like how she went. She did it. Anchor. She did. She anchored t- team anchor. Anchor fam. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Miss on the Mic. Go check out the Sisters with a Voice podcast. Now available on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just search Sisters with a Voice. Check it out. Boom. Anything else, sir? Um. Also, this weekend, I, I almost don't want to tell you. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. It's that season. Don't tell him. Just wait. Surprises abound. Follow us. We out. We out. <laughs>